Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to That Infernal Noise, now part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. again. This is take two. I've been having a lot of issues with my computer, uh, installing the new cameras, getting them to record correctly, all that shit. So, I downloaded a new program. Hopefully this one will work out a little bit better. As you can see, I'm trying to improve on the lighting and all that good stuff. Um, Today I wanted to talk about Why are we waiting? In my experience, I've waited my entire life for something. For approval, for the okay that it's acceptable for me to be myself. Any of that. All of it. And I've found myself recently not having to need that. It's been very liberating to be able to have that kind of confidence again. I have my pride back. I have my ego back. Some people would say that ego is not such a good thing, but it is what it is. I do think that my ego is a good thing in this situation only because it's brought my confidence back. You know, for so many years I was worried about what people would think of me or how they would perceive, you know, my music or this podcast or whatever, my parenting style even. And now I've gotten to the point where it's not an issue. I'm very confident. As you can tell, I put my new song, my new song, it's 11 years old, but the new intro is a song of mine that I recorded about 11, 12 years ago, something like that. And... You know, some people would say that it's just whatever you would call it, the fanboy rap or whatever. And it's really not that. 
it's I took three characters from anime being Ichigo from Bleach, Vegeta from Dragon Ball and uh, Light Yagami from Death Note I took those three characters because I identified with those three characters and I used the stories in the anime, manga, whatever to tell my life story and the people that lived it with me know exactly what I'm talking about and would get every single reference that I made even though I'm using the other characters as the reference point. I say all that to say that I record an entire album, full album, more so than a full album if you count all the stuff that I did for various group projects, uh, compilations, whatever. I've done a lot, musically, and I put out very little of it. I put out very little of it because I was concerned with the public perception. Am I good enough? Are people going to like it? Whatever. Any and everything you can think, that's what I thought. And now I'm to a point where I look back on that stuff. I look back on all the music I recorded. Some of it is up to snuff. No pun intended. Some is not. But I'm able to look at it objectively now. Because I'm not waiting for somebody else to tell me, hey, this is good, hey, this is not good, whatever. I like the song that I'm using for the intro now because I like it. It's stuff that I want to hear. I like whenever people make references to things that I love. And I love fucking anime. I spent a very long time looking for acceptance, looking for people to tell me I was good or tell me it's okay to like this, like that, whatever, instead of just enjoying it. I remember there was one time, quite some time ago now, I mean, shit, it was probably like four or five years, one of the LSP homies, Fiasco, asked a question to his followers. Like, what's your music guilty pleasure? And I immediately said Prince. Not because I think it should be a guilty pleasure, but because I felt like it was a guilty pleasure because, oh, you grow up in the underground, you're a metalhead, you're not supposed to like this or that or whatever. Which was foolish on my part. And he just responded and he was just like, why is that a guilty pleasure? You know, he's one of the greatest musicians of all time why do you look at it as a guilty pleasure and I didn't really like it didn't really register why I thought that at the time now I look at it and I realize everything I just said like I grew up in the underground rap community I grew up in the metalhead community here in Dallas and you're supposed to like these hardcore things you're supposed to like the dark shit the evil shit Blah, 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 whatever. And I grew up on Prince. I grew up on... And one of my earliest memories is watching Purple Rain. And I still think that's one of the best music movies of all time. I still love watching it. Every time Dove's Cry comes on 
you know, I get not super emotional, but it like touches me deep down inside. No homo. Uh, just because it means something to me. You know, let's go crazy. Pretty much every song on that soundtrack gets to me on some kind of level. And I don't know why I train myself to believe that it's not okay to like certain things or be certain things or whatever just because of the image you've created. Another instance that comes to mind is a friend of mine class. You know, he was the one that did the intro before. Feeling myself. And I absolutely love that song. That song still gets me going and I still listen to it almost on the daily just because it gets me fucking amped up. Or it's playing in my head because I'll look in the mirror and I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling myself. And the hook starts going through my head and I just go off on my own little tangent. But whenever... I was starting to become more comfortable with myself. I was still very afraid of judgment. I've wanted Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from Return of the Jedi my entire life. Literally my entire life. As early as I can remember, I've wanted that green lightsaber that he had. And a couple of years ago, I bought it. I bought a replica, obviously, not the original one. And I was hesitant to post pictures of it or talk about it or whatever because, again, you're supposed to be this, you're supposed to be that. Why are you posting about this nerdy shit? And I posted the pictures. I posted a picture of it and I posted a picture of me with it. And it is still one of my favorite pictures to this day. I have it as... My phone. My lock screen. Because that's how much it means to me. As you can see, I have... Jedi flag. You can see Baby Yoda. Right next to Baby Yoda is my custom-made lightsaber. And right next to it is my Luke Skywalker. And I posted pictures, like I said, of it. And I was terrified of the feedback. I was afraid that people were going to be like, oh, you're a fucking dork or whatever. Just nonsensical shit that shouldn't matter in my mind. But at the time, it did. In class, to his credit, and he was just like, dude, I don't know what you're tripping on. Like, it, it, I'm a nerd. Like, what the fuck's the problem? That type of thing. I'm paraphrasing. And it really affected me. Not in a negative way, but in a positive way. It's like, why the fuck am I worried about this shit? Why am I worried about what other people are going to think? Why am I worried about any of it? I should be concerned with making myself happy. In turn, making my house happier, my kids, wife, all that shit. And if anybody else doesn't like it, fuck them. That's why I like the track feeling myself. Because he, I don't even think he knows how much that affected me. But it did, on a grand scale. Like, those two conversations, one with Fiasco, one with Class, 
they really changed my outlook on a lot. And I started putting more effort and more energy towards myself. Not in a self-centered way, but in a... Why the fuck don't I just enjoy life? You know what I mean? Like... Why am I worried of judgment? I like Star Wars. I guarantee you I'm one of the top three Star Wars nerds that you'll ever meet in your life. (laughs) Just because I grew up with it. I've read so much about it. I've read so many of the books, so many of the comics. I've seen everything as far as I know. And I just... I, I love it. I can have religious conversations based around it. I can have political conversations based around it. Uh, mental health arguments. Like, there's there's so much of the Star Wars universe that is ingrained in me at this point that I can talk about it endlessly. And I was worried about that perception. Like, what would people think? The fuck do I care? <laughs> I know that sounds crass or whatever, but why do I care? And I care because I was told to, quote-unquote. Not in the aspect that people told me to specifically. I mean, there have been people that discouraged my love of the nerdy over the years or made fun of it or whatever. Some just taken the piss. Some, it actually stuck with me for better or for worse. But I'm here now and I realized I don't have to wait for people's approval. I don't have to wait for them to tell me, oh, it's okay to like this. Oh, it's okay to do that. Oh, Whatever. You know, most people would make fun of the fact that I want to do a podcast. Because everybody's got a podcast now. Which is true to a certain extent, but I think that's a good thing. I think it's awesome that so many people have and use their voice to talk about whatever they're passionate about. For me, this podcast turned into a mental health podcast. And that was and wasn't my intention at the same time. It was in the aspect that I've always been passionate about mental health and people taking time for themselves and understanding themselves better and bettering themselves. That's always been a part of my life. I didn't always practice it, but it's always been in the forefront of my mind and something that I take very seriously. I did intend it to do something like... I felt like, well, I feel now, as grandiose as it sounds, that this is my calling. There's different aspects to it. There's different things that I want to accomplish as well with it. But I do feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do whenever I sit down and record these. There is a level of catharsis that I never realized I would ever have. The only thing I can equate it to is whenever I was a kid, grew up Catholic, 
go to confession on Saturday. Coming out of confession, I would have the same feeling. Which kind of proves to me that it wasn't confession, it was the talking aspect and getting everything out. Now, I'm not like I was whenever I was a kid. I let everything out on a regular basis. Gabriel always tells me that I wear my heart on my sleeve, and it's true, because I have no problem telling anybody what I think at any given point, for better or for worse. So the podcast just kind of makes sense for me. It makes sense in the aspect that I want to put my stuff out there. I want to put my viewpoints out there. Because a lot of people that think like me also think like me. Meaning they think that they shouldn't think these things or feel these ways or whatever. Some people got a leg up on it. Like my boy Class, he's got shit figured out. And I do want to talk to him because he's got a very unique mindset and I want to pick his brain. But as far as I go, I'm still working on that. I'm still working my way up to feel completely comfortable in my own skin. And it's hard a lot of times. It's very hard. Because I'm constantly looking for that validation, that approval, or whatever. And I'm getting better about it. Admittedly, I'm, I'm actively trying to not seek that external validation. Because I want to be complete on my own. And we all have a big problem with that. You know, back whenever I was doing music, I was constantly looking for somebody to guide me or to take me under their wing or whatever. And a couple did, but it wasn't anything serious. I didn't learn a ton. You know, I had a little bit of guidance here and there, and I'm grateful for that. But ultimately... Looking back on it now, I realized that I should have taken it upon myself instead of looking for that external validation and looking for that person to help me, guide me, whatever you want to call it. I should have done it like I, I'm doing for this podcast now. I'm doing everything myself. I'm doing the video, I'm doing the audio, I'm trying to figure out the lighting. You know, I figured out all the places to distribute and to put the podcast up and all that stuff. I had the Homeboy Hex do up logos and stuff like that. And I'm working on designs for t-shirts and graphics and shit like that. And I never thought I'd do any of it. You know, I never had a particular knack for any of it. And now I find myself doing all of those things and just like, hey, this isn't, like, I'm not great at it, don't get me wrong, but it's all in-house. I have nobody to blame but myself if it's not the way I want it to be. And I think that says a lot. Not in the aspect that I would judge people for how it came out or whatever, but just to have that accountability attached to it the accountability to know that i am the sole one responsible for this shit it's overwhelming a little bit and it does take a lot out of me sometimes 
you know, because I do try to find excuses to not do this. You know, like, shit starts fucking up. Like, this is the second time I've recorded this. But I try not to live in that. I try to be more... Whenever shit goes wrong, I try to steer into it. Like, okay, cool. How do we figure this out? How do we do this? What do we do? You know, I'm a problem solver. I like the puzzle of it. I like the artistry that comes along with that, as douchey as that may sound. It's like I'm an artist at heart. I have the soul of a poet. Just because I see... I see things differently. I see doing stuff like this as art. Because it takes a lot. It takes a lot emotionally, physically, mentally, sometimes financially. And you're putting yourself out there. If you're doing it right, you're putting yourself out there. And I do think there is an art to that. Because that's not something that everybody comes prepackaged with. That's something you typically have to learn. You typically have to do over and over and over again to not perfect, but to improve constantly. And, I mean, it's just, it's not something that's inherent. And you would think it should be, but it's not. So I'm still working on that. Things are slowly getting better. Things are slowly going to improve. I greatly appreciate anybody that's taken the time to listen, like, share, subscribe, whatever you're doing. I appreciate you vehemently from the bottom of my heart. I welcome any feedback whatsoever. Good, bad, indifferent, don't care. If you just want to say, oh, what's up? Fucking go for it. I'm going to stick to making this every other week for right now until I have time to make it every week. And then it'll be Therapy Thursdays, which it's still Therapy Thursdays because I'm still putting them out on Thursday, but it'll be a weekly thing. Like I was saying earlier, I do have designs in mind for t-shirts, merch, whatever. And that is on my uh, to-do list, I guess, for the next couple of months. So hopefully, what's, what is it right now? August. So I'm hoping before Christmas I'll have at least a couple designs out. Yeah, and I'm saying it on here so I'm fucking accountable for it. So I actually do it. So... With all that being said, kind of went all over the place like I usually do. Follow me. Do whatever. On all social media. That Infernal NPC. You can find it on YouTube, That Infernal NPC. Make sure it's all one word, otherwise it'll try to break it up. I really appreciate you guys. Really appreciate you taking this ride with me. And taking the shit seriously. Or not seriously. Or whatever you're doing. I just appreciate it. Just so you know. 
And I'm going to leave you with a phrase that's been going over and over again in my head. And I don't know why it's been going over and over again in my head. I guess because I was looking for a tagline or a marketing point or something. It was don't listen to the noise. You make the noise. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like the show or know somebody who would, please subscribe and share to help us grow the show. You can follow us on all socials at That Infernal NPC. You can listen on YouTube and Podbean at That Infernal Noise or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Please tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.